Hi, I'm Ty. Hi, I'm Brooke. Hi, I'm Malia, and today we are doing our second Frankenstein podcast. Uh, Last week, we discussed um, how Victor Frankenstein embodied the paradox of our greatest strength can also be our greatest weaknesses and some other metaphorical monsters. And this week, we'll be talking about a couple new questions and quotes. So, Brooke, do you want to start start us off on the first question? Sure. Okay, so our first question is, what is your final judgment of Victor and why? So I'd say my final judgment of Victor is about the same judgment as like the beginning of the story because all he cares about is proving to himself and everyone else that his like thirst for knowledge was a good thing. Mm-hmm. And so he begins his story driven and like ambitious to create the monster, but at the end of the novel he remains the same way, driven and ambitious, in his quest to destroy the monster. Mm-hmm. He even dies wishing that he could destroy the monster he created. <laughs> He honestly, he should have learned throughout his adventure that he could have been a true guidance to the monster and he could have prevented everyone's death by just being there for it. Yeah, that was definitely like the easier route if he wanted to, you know, have less uh, murders, you know, of his family. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, there was nothing that he could do to like, there was nothing anybody could do to prevent like Victor from creating the monster because that was the one thing he really wanted to do. Exactly. But everybody could have stopped the monster from becoming the monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just blocked him out. Like, yeah. it wasn't his fault. That sort like, of, like, um, that kind of t- ties into, like, that, like, problem of, like, bullying and treating people how you want to be treated today. You know, like, if people had treated Franken or not Frankenstein, the creation with more of, like, a, a kind and more open uh, heart and mindset, that would definitely change the whole plot of the story. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. But I, mean, I get, I get why Frankenstein, Victor Frankenstein, ran away because he created something <laughs> that he probably didn't think it would turn into an actual. He's probably embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. And especially since it's so like terrifying and ugly, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh god. Um, but towards the end, Frankenstein was really selfish, and he was selfish throughout the whole story. So my judgment of him didn't really change. Mm-hmm. So it was all it was all Victor's fault <laughs> to begin with. Yep. Okay, um I can go next. Um sure. so Victor, he spends his entire life trying to j- destroy his creation. Um over time, this adds onto his character um in the story. He ends up being very ang- angry and spiteful and definitely vengeful towards the creation for killing the people that he loved the most, his family, his friends, all of those um people in his tight circle of family. And when Victor is on his deathbed, he realizes he was never going to catch the monster. He wouldn't have um, to go through all of this if he was nice and befriended the monster. So my final judgment personally on Victor is that he um, he was just a very, you know, self-centered, selfish, uh, maybe egotistical type of person. So that definitely led to the negative effects that it had on his family and friends. That definitely could have been prevented, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, he should have been, like, awestruck by it, but instead he's like, mm-hmm. ah, I'm running away! Yeah, ah, he he definitely it. was like, oh, this is ugly, I don't want it anymore, when he could have... Yeah, he gave up in the first minute. Exactly, like, oh, when yeah. he could have easily just been like, oh, okay, it doesn't look the best on the outside, but the inside, you know, we can work on it. Yeah. So, Ty, you want to go now for question one? Yep. Cool. Okay, so... What I said is, 
the, I, I said pretty much the same as you. Um, I thought he was a very self-centered person. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything he did throughout the story was for his revenge. Well, everything after he created the monster. Um, because uh, he left it just because he didn't want to deal with it. And he was like babied out of all of his problems throughout mm-hmm. his childhood. And I feel like after the monster killed his like family, he went on to just go for revenge throughout the entire story. Um, and I feel like all of it was based off of his selfishness, because if his family never died and he just killed the, the Lacey's, then I feel like Victor wouldn't have done a thing. Yeah. But then because... Never, Victor never even realized that it was his fault. Like, even after he died, he was like... Exactly. Yeah, it was all the monster's fault. He killed everybody I loved, so it wasn't my fault. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. never took responsibility for, for the things. Crime. Yeah, care. like he never took responsibility for the things that he had done. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of this is like started because he was so like spoiled as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> like as I was reading towards the end, I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thought everything he did was right. Definitely, we're like, what? all right um question two let's see question two it's the same thing but what is your final judgment of the creature the creature (laughs) um so my final judgment of the creature is that he kind of he demonstrated like that he learned a great deal over the flow of the book like he he has outgrown his anger towards the end he outgrown his envy and his vengefulness he even visits Frankenstein's body and tells Walter that he regrets the, the Walton that he regrets the murders he has committed and that he intends to commit suicide to himself. Mm-hmm. Like, while Victor dies feeling disturbed that the monster is still alive, the monster is, like, he the monster is tortured because he knows that Victor was his only companion, like his only sort of kind of friend that would accept him, even though he never yeah. did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, he recognizes that with Frankenstein dead, he's alone in the world, and that he believes that without a companion, there is no point of living. Mm. Yeah. Um, therefore, at, like, the end of the, no- the novel, the monster grows and changes while Frankenstein continues in his destructive behavior. It also suggests that Victor is the villain of the novel and begins to embarrass the ultimate responsibility for everything that has happened. Mm-hmm, Yeah. He, like, like we said before, he just never um, took responsibility for things that he'd done. He was just, like, kind of dismissing it, like, eh, it's not my fault, I didn't do this. <laughs> yeah. So it was definitely just, like, uh, not a good situation. Yeah. Um, so basically the creature was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna kill everybody because you, you did, like, you didn't accept me, so I kill you and your friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, do you wanna go next, or should I go? Uh, I can go. Okay. Um, so, yep, same thing. Uh, this time it's with the creation. Um, on the other hand, my judgment hasn't changed much on the creation. Throughout the story, he just wanted to be loved and appreciated. He starts his life in a very positive manner. Um, you know, having, like, looking out onto this new life. Like, I can live here. I can be educated. I can have friends. Um, he starts his life in a very positive manner. But as the story progresses, he faces the hate and the backlash of the public eye. Um, his character builds and morphs um, into something very, I would say, um, spiteful and aggressive. 
which in the public eye and the viewer's perspective of the book turns him into a kind of monster or demon in our now, um, now in our eyes when we're reading this book, or in when in the story it would turn um, the creation into the monster. And so that definitely wasn't a good like picture for him when people think of him, they don't want him to be some sort of scary monster guy, you know, because then everyone would be scared of him. Yeah. A great example of that is when he tried to save the little girl from, like, the well. Oh, yes, like exactly. The guy came across, and then he shot him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and my internet connection just went out on deck, though. Um, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that was a great example, Brooke, with the the little girl he was trying to save and how yeah. that just, like, got misinterpreted by the other public eye, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he even, he even tried to go to, he even tried to confront, like, that blind man. Oh, yeah. Since, like, the ending. And, like, he's, like, he waited till all the, the blind man's family left on, like, go on, like, a hike. Uh-huh. So he approached the house and he's, like, oh, hello. And the blind man didn't react because, well, he can't see how terrifying and <laughs> ugly the Yeah. Is. And then all of a sudden, his family comes back and they're like, oh my god, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, they're definitely like freaked out, like, what is this? When the blind man would yeah. just think of him as a regular guy and... Because he's not a regular person. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because everyone's judging him based on the outside and not how he acts on the inside. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, should I go on to my question? Yeah, sure. Well, my answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I think that throughout the entire story, his entire character is just based on Victor and society, just everything going on to him. And, like, there is a lot of... You can see Victor in the monster because, like, he wanted revenge, so he went on and killed Victor's family. And so, like, and Victor also wants revenge and he goes goes after the monster in the end of the story can see just a lot of victor's personality in the monster mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i definitely saw that too yeah especially yeah. when he like after frankenstein dies he's like oh my god i regret everything that i've touched everything that i've killed i i regret that so i'm literally gonna kill myself I yeah can't he, deal with that. he was like yeah. feeling like remorse and guilt like um he he was feeling guilty of the things that he'd done by you know just going on this rampage of anger, revenge, and killing these people. So, I, yeah, definitely at the end, I think the creation was feeling very guilty for the things he'd done throughout the story. Yeah. Like, it's funny, though, because when after the monster's like, okay, I just need to kill Frankenstein, and then I will have peace. Mm-hmm. Like, he states that, and then it reminds me of, like, the Marvel movies and, like, Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because, like, literally, like, I don't know, because, like, Thanos was like, oh, I'm just gonna wipe out 50% of the universe and then I will finally go to my own planet and have peace. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Frankenstein wanted the same thing, except he only wanted it for everything Frankenstein, Victor Frankenstein loved. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great comparison. Um, I think we have five minutes left in class, so I think we should move on to the quotes and the yeah, let's questions. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, sure. Okay, so my quote is, never will I give up search, um, never will I give up my search until here I perish. Um, during this quote, Elizabeth had just died and Victor is determined to kill the creature 
and then join like Elizabeth and her rest. Um, he was finished with the monster's murders and ran straight towards the door of vengeance instead of peace. Um, the court reveals that Victor is putting all of his effort and strength into finding the creature and destroying it. This suggests that Victor is the true monster at the end of the novel and his actions to destroy the creature is full of vengeance from his loved one's death. This is a path that nobody should go down. Mm -hmm. um, in my opinion, the action that Victor wants revenge and turns towards to vengeance for support is asking us readers to carry questions about what would happen if Victor didn't want revenge and just wanted to continue his life in peace. Mm -hmm. It's also telling us what would happen if we went to the side of envy. Yeah, that was really good, Rook. Yeah, I really like I really like that quote. <laughs> um, okay, I think I'll just move on so we don't run out of time. <laughs> Yeah. Um, my quote was, and now my wanderings begin, which are to cease but with my life. Um, Victor says this when he starts his journey to search for his creation and kill him for the revenge. Uh, this quote suggests that Victor is now setting out to look for the creation and that the only thing that will cease the search or the journey would be his life ending. Um, Victor is so determined to kill this creation to avenge his dead family and friends because of all of the grief and sorrow and anger um, that the creation had, you know, made Victor feel because of all these negative things that was happening to him. So he was just on, like, he was on a mission and he was not going to stop until he found the creation or until he was dead. So that was just a very strong um, quote and path that I found from him. Yeah, and I feel... I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like my quote kind of contradicts what you're saying about he would stop if he's dead. Mm -hmm. Because my quote is, call, a call in the memories of William, Justine, Clerval, Elizabeth, my father, and of the wretched victor, mm -hmm. and thrust your sword into his heart. I will hover near and direct the steel aright. And I feel like that's just him saying that he won't stop even if he's dead. He will, like, just haunt the person <laughs> and help them kill Frankenstein as a as a ghost or something uh -huh. i think that's yeah i think that even like shows even how like past how like extra determined he was you know like even if i'm dead yeah. i'm still looking for this creation yeah definitely okay should we move on to the questions before we run out of time yeah yeah okay mike the question that i created was what is the role of fate in frankenstein um throughout the novel mary shelley uses the fate and destiny to motivate Victor Frankenstein's character and to provide excuses for why his choices were necessary. Victor made many attempts to avoid the monster. In the end, he had no choice but to confront his creature at the one point. This provides an example of superiority of fate because of his confrontation with the monster. Another event that deals with the fate is basically the monster's life, or the creature's life. I think his life got planned out for his forum after he was given no guidance. He looked terrifying and too big and ugly and there's nobody to help them into coming into a, this new world so what do you expect a mm -hmm. nice creature no <laughs> he was expecting <laughs> scary and frightening his exactly. decisions were his decisions were fated because the monster was never given a chance to see things from a different perspective and it that eliminated his free will oh yeah i really like that was a really good question yeah okay um i think ty should go because yeah okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah um so what does it mean to be a monster? Uh, I think that's just kind of based on how the person is on the inside and not on the outside, because there could be some, like, super scary, like, giant monster, but then it could be just some nice, caring guy. 
like Thanos, like he's mean on the outside. He seems super mean, but then he just wants to kill 50% of that population, which is very mean. Um, but that's just because he wants half the people, uh, he wants half the people so that the other half get way more resources and they can be happier. Um, but I think just being a monster is just everything based on the inside. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, because, I mean, being a monster could be many different things. Definitely. Yeah. It could be um, physical, mentally, metamorph- metaphorical, yeah. <laughs> and so many different things. Okay, Malia, you're, you're up next. Okay. Or you're last. Cool. And, okay, so my question was, what did Victor and the monster give each other that no one else could? Um, at first, they gave each other a friend or companion to be with and talk to. Um, something else that they gave each other and no one else could was grief. Because um, the crimes that the creation committed, which killed Victor's family and friends, made him very sad and, um, I'd say, like, almost depressed, which made him turn angry. So something Victor gave the creation was a life and education at first, but then Victor gave him disappointment, which was very sad on his end. So um, they both were very important in the story, and Victor learned a huge lesson to only create what he can handle and what he can take care of, because obviously, at the end, you could see that he definitely was not, this was not something he could handle, and it was just negative for everyone involved. Yeah, that's, that's really good. <laughs> Thank you. Right, I think yeah. that's the end of our podcast. Okay, yeah, good job, yeah. you guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.